0: Hey guys, before we get to the show, I want to tell you about an awesome Etsy shop called Famous Prop Treasures. If you're a Star Trek fan or you're just a big movie and TV buff, you are going to love this shop because they recreate Star Trek props everything at famous prop treasures looks and feels just like actual props from star trek they're so detailed and are made with great quality i just took a look and everything in that shop looks incredible um so i want you guys to visit famous prop treasures on etsy they're rated five stars or you can follow them on instagram that's famous prop treasures now please enjoy the show Hey, welcome to James Crowley's Infinite Playlist, the podcast where I try to hear every song that has ever existed. Uh, Guys, Happy New Year. This will be one of, I don't know if this will be the first episode of the new year, but it will be one of the first episodes. This is the first one I'm recording. but uh, my guest this week is, uh re- bleh, fuck. I'm like, I want to be uh, well, a repeat visitor, uh, my best friend, John Donnelly. John, how's it going?
1: It's going pretty well. Feels good to be a, a, re- a repeat offender on your podcast.
0: Well, that was definitely the phrase that came to mind, but I was like, <laughs> this is in the context. Uh, that's not the word that I was looking for. Um But, yeah, guys, before we get into the podcast and music, uh, just a few things I want to plug. Please follow me on Instagram at James P. Crowley. Follow me on uh, TikTok at James P. Crowley. Twitter, James P. Crowley 68. The podcast now has an Instagram, James Crowley's Infinite Playlist on Insta, one word. Uh, Yeah, I think that's all the places you can follow me, you know, and anything that i'm promoting will be there uh and also please if you like the podcast uh subscribe and leave us a rating on apple podcasts five stars please if you have playlist suggestions drop them there you know lots of fun things so this week uh we're talking about nostalgia which is very funny but before we get into that uh can you kind of give an update on the kinds of things you've been listening to recently since you last appeared on the podcast since
1: i last appeared on the podcast it's been much of the same it's whatever like
0: honestly it's just whatever's
1: like comes coming to mind if i'm watching a movie whatever is in the soundtrack will kind of get me on a certain kick
0: so that's fair i i feel like something we didn't address the last time that i think i only learned recently is you don't have a subscription service uh, streaming service subscription
1: no no i i only have spotify just regular spotify no (laughs) premium actually well, you you break my shoes about it. Um, how I do Sirius XM?
0: Well, because it's a very like boomer thing to me. I know, but, I, but also nice. like, you drive a lot more I than do. I do. I do. So yeah. Do you feel like that kind of like gives you more like freedom to like discover things that you might not be exposed to?
1: Definitely. Like if I if I didn't have it before, mm-hmm. you got your regular radio stations, but ugh, so many like even the classics. Like classic rock, you know, you listen to one or four or three, they play the same. It's the same. Songs or yeah. yeah. And it's 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 OK, but like you get sick of it after a while. And then God forbid the other stations, it's it's like um, they'll play like the most recent thing over and over. You change the station you're like, all right, enough of that.
0: And it'll be the same song yeah it's I don't, it's so funny i like don't listen to the radio at all now uh but every now and then i'll like forget to like bring an aux cord or something and i'm flipping through stations and i'm like this is very interesting yeah um but yeah but anyway we're talking about nostalgia today uh w- which i mean is perfect for us because we've grown up with each other exactly <laughs> so like you know what uh, there's a couple things to get into but what was kind of your approach to making the playlist my approach,
1: hmm, I want to say that a lot of it was stemming from like a young age, yeah. and stemming from particular instances like that stuck with me relating to important people in my life. Um, I don't want to necessarily say important times. Some of it, I guess, would be important times, yeah. but it's just. The feeling of nostalgia whatever gets that like weird sensation you're like oh i
0: remember this yeah (laughs) 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 flashback definitely that was kind of like the same sort of thing i did you know the thing that's kind of interesting about both of our playlists is there's a lot of stuff on here that i still like and listen to a lot right because i end up feeling a lot of the time a lot of people associate nostalgia with kind of like the sense of uh What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, like, kind of. We're two like English
1: majors. We should be able to figure it out. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> like, like
0: guilty pleasures, almost. Where it's like, I really enjoyed this at a specific time, and I don't like it anymore. But I yeah. do feel like because we kind of grew up on a lot of like classic rock, and there's it, this isn't all just like classic rock. No, but like because we grew up on so much of that, so much of it has staying power as like stuff i'd still actively enjoy
1: yeah it i think i know with with my choices at least a lot of them will like transcend different parts of my life like yeah. some of the stuff will be like from when i would say like four years old or whatever and it's because like some of the some of my song choices are obviously like our parents music taste right yeah. but then they like will appear again for like some college related stories
0: absolutely that's yeah that was something that i thought about a lot is in trying to kind of capture different eras of time i don't know if i have stuff that stems back that far i'd say kind of like because the earliest songs i remember like enjoying and loving that are still songs that i enjoy and like to this day right probably date back to maybe like when i was probably when i was about that age but the two that come to mind are the songs behind blue eyes by the who and um stuck in a moment you can't get out of by you two who are both artists that we'll talk about on this (laughs) (laughs) but like neither of those songs i included uh right but yeah but anyway cool let's hop right into it with your first pick which is funeral for a friend love lies bleeding by elton john sir elton John. John. john
1: It's, it's interesting that this topic and this particular song are being discussed today. Um, this song was actually my uncle and his friends had this, like, had this pact. I don't know if it was for the first one of them or for all of them at their, um, at their respective funerals. They wanted this song played and i think back to that moment that his my my uncle eddie's best friend jack right got up and gave the whole story about it right and then they played it it was because i mean you have the the fact that it's associated to the untimely passing of a deer friend and family member but the beginning of this song it's like so eerie and harrowing yeah. you already have like your kind of moment of silence like everybody's quiet and then this comes on right and it's chilling yeah it really is um but sorry i was i, I <gasps> was beginning to <laughs> yeah explain they actually, my parents, my aunts, were down uh, in the Bronx for a mass that was being said, you know, in, right. in his name, because um, I'm, jeez, how many years has it been now? It well, was like this week, yeah. almost like, I want to say 13, almost years ago.
0: Yeah, it's been a it's been a while. It has because I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Um, something because I thought you uh, you know I kind of figured this w- that story was part of why you wanted to bring it up, and you know I I suspected you were going to bring it up, and I know you've told me that you know in conversation before. Um, I was wondering something just kind of going back because I <laughs> something I didn't realize about this song is it is more or less two songs combined together funeral for a friend and love lies bleeding i only learned that very recently um was it the whole 11 minutes or just kind of like the first part um it was at least what was played was the whole 11 minutes yeah 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 um I'm only gonna tell this to kind of lighten the mood. Yeah, <laughs> for, I'm sorry. For that's a lot to start the podcast. I know. With. I, I
1: was gonna tether some other stuff to it because <laughs> Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Honestly, um I was torn between a couple of different song choices for a number of these. And right, a number yeah. a number of those like ones that was like kind of neck and neck with are still tethered to right. that same kind of yeah. memory or topic. Like land down under by men at work. Yeah, you familiar with that?
0: A little bit. Yeah. Right.
1: Like it, it's more of a goofy song, and a lot of I'll, I'll be honest, a lot of like my music taste is, is, is similar. I don't want to say it was influenced by my uncle Eddie, but right. definitely, definitely similar. Um, but my uncle Matt was given a eulogy um, for him. And he was telling the story about how when my uncle, my uncle met my grandmother. So my uncle Matt said, if Eddie was to describe how it was meeting my mother, he would have said, I met a strange lady. She made me nervous. She took me in and cooked me breakfast, which is a line from that song.
0: Ah it's fun uh, <laughs> <laughs> um the the one that i was gonna well the, the funny thing that i was gonna say about this because this song came up in the news this past week and i had to Did write it about now it. uh because <laughs> on wednesday <laughs> uh, i sh- j- just preface because i don't know when this is going to get released uh we are recording this on january 10th uh which is the we are recording it the sunday After the Capitol was stormed by Trump supporters on Wednesday. Right. So at that rally before shit hit the fan, um, they, you know, they were kind of having more or less like a regular like protest rally thing, um, you know, to try to overturn the results of the election. And this was one of the songs they played. And people were sharing it on Twitter because it was playing over the loudspeakers. And they were like, why are they playing Funeral for a Friend at this rally that they're so convinced is going to overturn the results of the election. They also played Brain Damage by Pink Floyd, um and the uh, My Heart Will Go On by Celine Dion from <laughs> Titanic. And everyone's like, Do you think they're just like subtly accepting it? Or they also played Goodbye Yellowbrook Road and Candle in the Wind by Elton John. Oh my God. Uh, Elton John was like a staple in Trump's rallies playlists, but Was like, he really? Yeah. He played um Tiny Dancer was on the playlist, and Candle in the Wind were, I believe. There was also a Celine Dion song in there. So, like, and I saw old videos that had brain damage by Pink Floyd, but it's one of those things where you're almost like did they not really, like, think about this? Yeah. (laughs) Um, So that's just something a little bit more lighthearted, which, while I was writing about it, I was listening to this song a lot, um, and it was just kind of very funny, coincidentally, that, you know, we were planning on doing this episode very shortly after. So that was when I read uh, that uh, when Elton John had written the song, it was originally two separate tracks. They didn't necessarily intend it to be one 11 minute long thing, right. Um, and he had said, You know, oh, I wrote Funeral for a Friend because I was imagining the type of music I want played at my funeral, which right. I think is a nice sentiment, yeah. But uh, let's roll on in to my first song, which was Back in the Day by Megadeth. <laughs> I wanted to start a little bit meta (laughs) because this is a song that's kind of about nostalgia. Um, But it also does make me nostalgic for um, when I only listen to heavy metal Mm -hmm. because this is just a song about heavy metal. It was also featured on the cartoon um, Duck Dodgers. Really? uh, Which, yeah. That's cool. There's an episode. I forget what it is, but uh, Daffy Duck has to like use heavy metal to save the galaxy for one reason or another that sounds pretty Um, looney tunes yeah and they thaw out dave mustaine from megadeth (laughs) (laughs) and dave mustaine plays this song um so which i love you know um celebrity
1: appearances in cartoon shows are always great like scooby-doo had a number of
0: those still does they still still are making (laughs) scooby-doos with celebrities it's it's great but yeah, so, you know, both of those aspects really kind of speak to me on a nostalgic level, but also just sort of the sense that, you know, this was a song that I would listen to all the time in middle school and high school because I was like, oh, you know, uh, I I don't know. There's something about songs about music, which this is yeah. just a song about, you know, being like, oh, heavy metal. Something about
1: awesome. just being meta in general. Yeah. It for whatever reason, it's just. I don't know, I want to say fun. It's just, like, there's something about it that just gets you hooked.
0: Yeah. And, I mean, it's a whole, like, idea of... There's all sorts of metal songs that are kind of dumb because they're metal songs about how great metal is. (laughs) Um, And...
1: Not to the extent that Tenacious D is, where it's almost like a parody, but... Well, Tenacious D is is It it is, yeah.
0: (laughs) Um, It's a comedy song, but, like, I don't know. But, I mean, it... Every band kind of... It's kind of like Rock and Roll All Night and Party Every Day by Kiss. You know, it's kind of goofy when they do it. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. There's something that I really enjoy about that. Uh, what do you think of this?
1: What did I think of this? I I heard this and immediately what came to mind is you and Greg wearing your old, like, T-shirts. for Whatever band it was, whatever metal band it was at that point we're all like there's some people who are able to grow out their hair long but we we were not like we we let it get to a certain length and then like we'd get yelled at by our parents to go right. get a goddamn haircut
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think Greg was the one that let it grow the longest. but then, Greg was definitely the most successful with growing out his hair. But I remember... Well, because I remember since we were in Catholic school, he would get yelled at for it. Um, right. Where I, I
1: could get away with it because I was in public right. school at the time.
0: Um, I also remember... It kind of when I think about it now, his hair was kind of like a mullet at that point in time. Yeah. Um, which is hilarious to think about now. And as we've gotten older, times he's let his hair grow out more. Um, You know, it has, like... It, now he, like, knows how to, like, care for it and do it properly. Right. <laughs> um, But, yeah. No, that's so funny. Uh, I don't know. It's... Uh, grown your hair out is so... <laughs> but let's keep on rolling along into your next pick which was never going to give you up by Barry White
1: About this song, Barry White just has a very like we we all know the feel that like Barry White songs kind of have where it's well like,
0: you know th- when I, this came up I I guess I knew what I w- was getting into with a Barry White song but I was like are you trying to fuck me John? <laughs> <laughs>
1: all right, so people, that's that's the kind of feeling that his songs <laughs> seem to invoke. Uh, if you are not already aware, but um.
0: This one did surprise me that you had it on the nostalgia. Yeah, like, yeah. List. That
1: that is that is weird, right? It,
0: well, it kind of is because even though this is a great song and like I I remember hearing it growing up, it's exactly definitely something that we. But it's it's not
1: from our generation. It's from our parents' right. generation. But which is like, why are you playing this out loud?
0: <laughs> well, so that's uh, there's so many great songs that are about fucking. Yeah, <laughs> no, if, <laughs> you know, as long as you like. You're like, you're not really thinking about it. And then you're like, oh, at some point. Well, wait a second. It, it's one of those things where like, I remember like my dad playing me like the lemon song by Led Zeppelin, which, you know, has that great line, squeeze my lemon, juice <laughs> juices dripping <laughs> down my leg. And it's like, you know, in retrospect, it's like, oh, hey, dad, maybe don't play that from a nine year old. Yeah. And
1: it was like, was Aerosmith like dude looks like a lady. And I, I had to be like, mom, they're they're they they're saying do me. You realize. You, oh God. Is that? Yeah, they're not saying doobie. They're saying do me. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> you, you learn things on the podcast. But like but like it's one of those things where like you know, you just kinda like grow up and funny enough i feel like you know i don't necessarily know for you but i could think like my kids are going to be like hey why does dad play us all these songs about depression and you know <laughs> wanting to leave his hometown <laughs> <laughs> but like for our parents generation it was just a lot of songs about like sex and things you know so like that's just kind of, even though they're like you know when we were younger hearing this in, like, their late 30s, 40s and things, you know, it's not so much <laughs> that, you know, registering to us that these are, like, yeah. songs about sex, but, like, you know, they're just like, this is just the music that I like.
1: Yeah, because I don't know if it's if it's happened with you, because it, it really hasn't with me. You're just playing whatever you're playing, and then your parents would say, like, did they really just say that or whatever it
0: was? Yeah. I haven't really had that happen. Have you? Um... Uh, no, you know what ends up happening to me a lot is like if I listen to music in the shower and I listen to like metal, like metal, metal. Yeah. <laughs> I like, yeah, was like, <laughs> well, I almost ran up and thought something was wrong because I just. Went <laughs> 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 And I'm just like, well, that's that's what I like. I like black metal moms. Oh, sorry. my God. <laughs> but um, I mean, every now and then there's something, you know, if I like listen to like songs about like drinking, my mom's like, well, that's not really a healthy thing. Or like I'll put on like the mountain goats and they have a line like, I hope you die. I hope we both die. And she's like, real nice. Yeah. <laughs> but like it's not like like shocking. I haven't played WAP for my parents. Oh, God. <laughs> As far as they're concerned, it stands for Wine uh, and you, Pizza. Have
1: you seen that TikTok where the kid hides in the back of
0: his mom's yes, car Yes. And she's playing that and she's just like <laughs> jamming out to, to it? Yes, I did send it to um, you. But yeah, no. But So never going to give you up. Uh, so why does it make you nostalgic? All right. Just to get back on track. So nostalgic because
1: when I think of this song, this is one of those songs that kind of transcends different eras. Yeah. It, it's like... But it's very far. It's like when I was really little, and then it came back up in college. Right now, the reason when I was really little, it's like obviously it's just kind it's of, of incidental. It's incidental because it's from our parents' generation. It makes me think back to when you know the family room had the old like these old, old like tan this tan couch and loveseat that was just ugh, awful, which is very very nineties looking furniture. I remember this being played on the old like stereo. You know, everything was just very, very iconically 90s in right. that room. And it just sticks in my head.
0: Let's keep on rolling along into my next pick, which was Boris the Spider by The Who. he's crawling up my wall, black and hairy, very small. Now he's up above my head, hanging by a little friend. This one I chose very specifically because you're the guest. Uh, and there were a couple of different songs by The Who I was thinking of. I was between this and I'm a Boy in particular. I'm a Boy. Uh,
1: I re- those two.
0: Because I remember. Were contenders for me too. Yeah. Because I remember when we were younger and we would listen to this. And I mean, I'm a Boy. I remember in particular, you just thought was funny <laughs> yeah. because um, it is kind of like a funny silly song this one is also sort of a silly song but I think it kind of transcends that a little bit because like it's very intricate and it is Um, you know it has that great riff and chord progression and also that you know John and Boy is the, the Spider, spider. Dun, you know dun, gets, dun, dun. <laughs> gets like credited as like an early influence on heavy metal um, just sort of in like growly vocals and things really? like that um, well, because there wasn't a lot of things like that in popular music. That's fair. Um,
1: there weren't. A, were they like kind of the first band to go around smashing their instruments after yes. after a show? Okay, yes. so there was that too.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. So. I definitely kind of, like, this song in particular just kind of makes me think of, like, you and I, like, sitting in a backseat or, like, you know, at some event or whatever with, like, one headphone in each. And just, like, listening to, like, Boris the Spide. And then there would be that problem of uh,
1: certain certain songs would only have, have certain instruments playing well, out be, of one headphone uh, stereo <laughs> so it would
0: be like oh yeah. well it's like if you listen to like bohemian rhapsody and yeah. like it's like the high galileos in one ear and the low galileos in the other and then like the easy
1: come easy go yeah,
0: yeah. but yeah. so yeah so that was kind of why i picked this song in particular and i right. love the who the who was an early favorite band
1: yes and it, it's funny you say that because it was i remember specifically when I was just starting out kind of my music collection, as it were, physical music yeah. collection, the Who Greatest Hits and Uh You Two, How to Dismantle an Atomic Bomb. Those were the those were like the first two like CDs CD. that I had.
0: Uh the first C D that was ever given to me was uh Tommy by the Who. Okay. Um, which still one of my favorite albums of all time one of my favorite concept albums ever um but yeah funny that you mentioned how to dismantle an atomic bomb by the by U2 because your next pick was city of blinding lights by U2 from that album <laughs> <laughs>
1: Like I said, it was that era. I guess it was like middle school. I want to say.
0: Yeah, you were probably in middle school because this was like 2005. Yeah, I was in like fifth grade ish.
1: I remember. I remember when this album came out. I remember hearing it all the time. I think because like our parents ended up going to a show or something. They did, yeah. Or your parents did. I think my parents went with them, but. It was like that, that one summer, like there were a couple of straight consecutive summers where we were up on Cape Cod together. Yeah. And there was one summer in particular where this,
0: it was you 2 like constantly. Every day. Every day. Um, Vertigo, which you had originally put on here, was such a big hit. Yes. Like uh, You know, I don't know about people older than us because... You know, realistically, history has not looked super kindly on the later U2 eras. No,
1: especially um, the album that everyone was forced to, to get. Yeah. It um, just appeared in their libraries, and um, people were infuriated. And
0: it wasn't very good.
1: No. There um, were a couple of songs I
0: liked on there. Um, but A couple it, I kept. But, yeah, but this was that was such like an era and I can't speak for people older than us, but I remember there were a lot of people that were around our age that also really enjoyed vertigo.
1: Yeah. But it was, that was, I don't want to say, cause obviously they're not one hit wonders. It was no. like the one hit wonder kind of effect for that one song.
0: Sort of. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But, um, I originally had that and that was my mentality is like, yeah,
0: everybody knows this song. Like, why did you switch it to City of Blinding Lights?
1: City of Blinding Lights I the the guitar is there, but it's not as as prevalent as some other songs. The Edge, I think, is a great guitarist.
0: He really kinda like what's it called? He really kinda innovates and tries to do different sounds than your standard guitarist would make.
1: Right. But this song Definitely goes back to the to the, the memories of being on like Cape Cod. I think of like the the cooler evenings, hanging out by the dunes. It's just like, obviously, Cape Cod is not a city of blinding lights, no. but it's like <laughs> it just makes me think back to those evenings on the Cape. All the shenanigans that went on
0: it's very funny because i remember I remember loving this song when I was younger, and admittedly, I probably hadn't listened to it in a few years since you know this album had come out, and kind of i've gotten older, and my music taste has changed a little bit um, but I remember when I was a lot younger, this song kind of made me I don't know what the opposite of nostalgic is in the sense, but it kind of made me, like, nostalgic for a time when I'm older than I was because, Mm -hmm. what, I was 10 or so, and it made me think, like, this is what it's going to feel like to be older. And now that I am older, I kind of see it. Not so much in COVID, but, but like, oh, this is sort of like something, you know, being someone that just kind of, like, you know wanders around new york and does a bunch of things and you know goes to you know <laughs>
1: goes to open mics goes to,
0: but not even just that but like you know like has a girlfriend and yeah. like we go out to dinner like that was kind of like what i thought this song would narrate when i was a lot younger and it works very well despite the fact that i haven't listened to it probably since i was in maybe early high school or so this is
1: true um Oh, I totally forgot to mention it before. Have you were, I think it was Robin Williams. Have you heard that bit about uh that U2 show where Bono stops you in between songs and he Yes
0: every that every I, time
1: I clap my hands, a child in Africa dies, and this Scottish guy in the back gets up. Well, stop clapping your fucking hands then, Bono. <laughs> well stop clapping
0: then you evil bastard. <laughs> <laughs> It's a great joke I don't know if that's Robin Williams necessarily but it is a uh, it's like a pub joke it definitely is it's hysterical uh, let's keep on rolling along into my next pick which was the immigrant song by Led Zeppelin uh, specifically the BBC sessions version I chose this because, not that this was the first version of the song I'd heard, uh, because the first version I heard was definitely the studio version in School of Rock, which growing up was my favorite movie. Um, Oh, I know. (laughs) But the fact that, you know, this was the version my dad had on CD, and it was the first track on the BBC sessions, and I definitely listened to this a lot <laughs> <laughs> yes um and also i remember funny enough back when uh sean still listened to rock music um he would only listen to this version of the song not the studio version he really fused he was like studio version's not as good <laughs> which i mean i'll kind of give credit no i it, will i'll it, agree you know yeah
1: something something about particular versions whether it's live or like the bbc sessions um
0: yeah this was this was live yeah well i know one of the same sorry (laughs) (laughs) but yeah but yeah it's because i think like well there's more like life to a live version usually sometimes there are some live versions that aren't as good yeah
1: because the studio version it's it's edited it's tailored to be more perfect yeah than the rawness of a live version
0: yeah and there's like some improvising some like guitar solos and stuff in this um yes you know that's very cool i don't funny enough i was re-listening to this and like uh, re-listening like close um and maybe i sent you the tiktok there's a band shake out they're like a pop punk band they're from yonkers actually um and uh their lead singer slash guitarist has a uh, music degree. So like he's incredibly skilled and they do these different cool like live sessions and, you know, fun TikToks where they'll just do crazy covers of all sorts of stuff. But so he did one where he was like, this is what... The immigrant song by Led Zeppelin would sound like with a guitar solo. So he played it. He looped his guitar. uh, The drummer's playing along, and then he just ripped a solo, and it was sick. But I was like, this version has a solo, (laughs) which is great. But so yeah, I don't. I don't. I might have sent you that TikTok. I don't even know. I don't think you did because this
1: doesn't sound familiar.
0: It sounds cool. I will. That guy's very cool. He does a lot of interesting stuff. But um, yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know. I love Led Zeppelin.
1: Yeah, I know you do. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Hammer of the Gods.
0: We saw Hammer of the Gods so many times. I
1: I saw it twice. I don't know if you... I
0: think I saw them at least three or four times. For those of you
1: who don't know, it's a Led Zeppelin tribute band.
0: Hammer of the Gods is a Led Zeppelin tribute band that would play around the Westchester area. Um, Was it
1: Paramount and... What was the other theater?
0: Uh the Paramount and the Tarrytown Music Musical. And Hall. the Tarrytown yeah. Musical. Um and I mean, you know, they they were very good. They were pretty spot on. Yeah. You know. They were great. Um it was very I don't know. It was so like it's so funny now because I wouldn't ever go to see a tribute band, I don't think.
1: Right. And it was very funny because it's there's a this very big difference. There was a crowd of the older generation. It wasn't very crowded to begin with, but then there's this mob of like 6 to 10 kids that are in middle school wearing these like band yeah. shirts for like bands. Well, classic I feel like it was mostly
0: older people. It was definitely mostly older people than and, older and p- then people like, and then, like, you know, the ten some of us people that so. just brought their kids and I feel like a lot of the younger crowd was made up of like us.
1: <laughs> yes, definitely us versus the kids that were just dragged there and they're like
0: want we'll to <sighs> go. And it's the dad thing, like kids are gonna appreciate. <laughs> they're gonna, gonna Led appreciate Zeppelin this <laughs> music. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like, this is the closest I'm ever gonna come to seeing Led Zeppelin. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which I mean, probably true. I want to see Robert Plant when shows can happen again.
1: Yeah, ah, uh, you know, I, it, it's gonna come up as a song choice La- later. I'm, I really wanted to see Van Halen live, oh, and unfortunately, oh. the passing of Eddie
0: Van Halen this year. Yeah. Van Halen for we'll we'll talk about it when we will we get, get there. To it. But uh, let's in that case let's keep on rolling along into your next pick, which was laid by Matt Nathanson. Mm-hmm. Um. Um, it's so funny. I wrote a tweet about this song yesterday because I was listening to this. Um, <laughs> at least it was related this time. It wasn't just a coincidence. Yeah. Um, well, cause funny enough, um, this is a cover song, right? Um, the it original is artist song. is named James um no relation um but yeah just like there's no relation between me and john the baptist of the bible (laughs) (laughs) um but and uh, you know granted i don't know if it's a band or a solo artist or whatever i don't know their discography at all um but so funny enough um matt nathanson who i vaguely know some of his other stuff but not nearly as much as i know this song um but i remember he did a playlist somewhat recently like maybe the past 5 years or so where he just kind of inf- included like his influences and one of them was uh the band the front bottoms who i'm a very big fan of are you okay <laughs> yeah i'm good okay <laughs> no i just see you like tapping your chest and i'm like it's yeah he heartburn? <laughs> 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 um but so he included the front bottoms and when I was listening to this, I realized lyrically this is very similar to a front-bottom song. So I tweeted, Laid by James is my favorite front-bottom song. <laughs> um, hmm.
1: But go ahead. Tell me about this one. All right. So this, I think, you know what? It was played in that set. But the, well, the you've reason seen Matt Nathanson live. I, yes, I did yes. see him live. It was just by a pure, pure chance that I saw him live because at the time i was dating someone who was at a satellite campus of penn state right and we i went to visit her over the summer because she was an ra at like an off campus uh residence area but then one night she was like hey my friends at main campus are saying there's a concert and they want to go. And I'm like, yeah, well, let's, let's fucking go. Why not? And I mean, I knew this song, this particular version of...
0: Actually, was it this particular version that this was in American Pie? This version was in American Pie. The yeah. version... I think that it was recorded specifically for American Pie. Yeah. The version that I have uh, from the playlist uh, is from the American Wedding soundtrack.
1: Okay. So, you know, obviously go to the main campus, go see this guy with the girlfriend at the time and this song was definitely in in that uh set but there was also what was it it's like that and come on get higher is like the only like two matt nathanson songs i can name i probably know others by sound but i remember between it was before they played late that he's like going on he's like wow it's great to be here this is an amazing campus. I mean, you guys even got a fucking Sabaro here. <laughs> I I don't know about you, but I love Sabaro pizza. That's um, awful. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I know, man. It's better than pizza that, though. What do I you know mean? You don't, don't remember home. going to you don't remember going to the the Palisades Mall, they had a Sabaro there.
0: I have definitely eaten Sabaro. I don't know if I've ever eaten Sabaro with you, but no? I don't think I feel so. like we went to it's the mall that enough that we times have, but like I don't, I'm pretty I don't know this is kind of disturbing I almost want to <laughs> end this now <laughs> I mean you feel terrible after eating it of course <laughs> uh, anyway go ahead
1: all right but yeah so uh, I just remember him introducing that song going like well you know this next song you know when you're dating someone and you're like God I really don't like this person then there's something else, you know, it's... The sex is just a little too good, and you just can't get away, and I'm just, like, laughing because this guy's, like... I, I just thought it was funny how he went about, you know,
0: introducing the song. That's that's kind of funny. I've seen him... I, I I haven't seen him live, but I saw a video on YouTube of him performing it where he specifically talked about how the song's an American bi. <laughs> 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 and he said how... um it was he's like yeah i get like 11 cents every time they show this movie on i TBS. was about to say <laughs> does he
1: get some kickback for like mentioning it Even well,
0: well he's like you know i'll be like scrolling through channels and then you know i get to tbs and i hear it and i'm like oh shit yeah i did write that song because <laughs> there was like a period that like tbs would show all the american pie movies yes um no, it's it's very funny, kind of the many lives of this song because this is another one that I probably haven't listened to in a very very long time, right? Um, but so the the fact that it was in American Pie definitely evokes a sort of like it's sort of like the same thing with the U two song, except yes. different because I would watch the American Pie movies. In middle school because I thought like oh that's what high school is gonna be like well, that's
1: that's what the end of high school transitioning to college is gonna be like right and that was the case for a couple of songs that I picked
0: yeah and I mean you know you, you kind of grow up and realize like, oh, not everything is exactly the way it is in, right. you know, teen movies. But like, and I still really do enjoy American yeah. Pie, even though it's kind of the problematic. The to people look in high on. school are are not actually looking like they're in their late 20s. Yeah. I also, <laughs> I think it was my senior year of high school that American Reunion came out. Yeah, um, it was. So, yeah. So I remember seeing that around that time um, and that had the original version of the song in it. Uh, But I I really loved this song at that time. It's very easy to play on guitar, so I definitely covered it a few times. Um, It's very funny to listen to now and pay attention to the lyrics because it is very much so also about kinky sex. Uh, (laughs) Yes. Yes. And it's like, uh, like, oh man, I pulled up the lyrics for something coming up, but I will read snippets of the lyrics uh, if I could find it in one second. There's so much. I mean, you know, the opening line is obvious. that This is a song about fucking. The yeah. bed is on fire with passionate love. Neighbors complain about <laughs> the noise. She only comes when she's on top, which yeah. isn't spelled the way, but no. everyone knows. Everybody that. knows. <laughs> but, like, you know, there's also, like, the caught your hand inside a till slammed your fingers in a door fought with kitchen knives and skewers dressed me up in women's clothes messed around with gender ro- roles line my eyes and call me pretty um you know it's very much so like <laughs> like a couple that explores this bdsm yes yes Um, um. Which I talk about on stage a lot. Yeah, <laughs> 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 like, can, can confirm. Well, can, can confirm see that you're like looking for something to say. No, like, no, no, no. I, I was gonna say something, but I never mind. No, um, go ahead, say it. No,
1: no. Well, you know, it was it was a goofy thing because obviously, since you know per, he's performing live, he's like, all right. So every time, every time we go, yeah in that song, he like got the whole crowd to do the Yeah, cuz uh, we we we're, we're not very good at it but <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, but yeah. Okay, cool. Let's keep on rolling along into my next pick, uh, which was Congratulations I Hate You by Alicena Um <laughs> We started recording. You said, "Yeah, there were a couple of songs that I couldn't get all the way through, and I suspect that this was one of them." Yes, it's <laughs> <laughs> totally. Fair. Also, it's because. You know, this song really just kind of makes me think of like ninth grade and being emo kid and feeling (laughs) sad about girls. (laughs) And I mean, just kind of that melodramatic congratulations, I hate you (laughs) title. Yeah, such a mood. Um, The song holds up a lot better than I thought it would. I do think that the verses, you know, I don't know about lyrically because I never totally understood the screamed vocals, but like I think kind of the sound of it all is kind of, Pretty solid in my opinion, but that's just me. Um, But I mainly chose this because when I was in ninth grade, I would listen to the song all the time when I was sad about girls Yeah, and I would get really into the part where it's like no one ever said that life was fair and I'm not saying that it should be. So knowing that you are what you want to be and I'm not comes as no surprise, but don't expect me to be happy for you and don't smile at me and tell me things will work out for me too. I don't want your pity. I hate your pity. <laughs> so <laughs> it's, it's funny now. Yeah. But What's funny to me, you know, in retrospect is how genuinely I listened to that song (laughs) 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 and how like true I felt it felt. Uh, Different times. Right. Which like, you know, it's so because now I listen, if I heard something like that, I would hear it and I think I would still enjoy it, but I would definitely laugh. And I would think, like, I wish I had this song when I was 14 or 15. Yeah. Because, like, just things like that just kind of, like, you age out of that sort of, like, melodrama. Yes. But, yeah, so (laughs) you didn't like this one. I
1: I wasn't the biggest fan.
0: Yeah, that's totally fine.
1: But I, I of course, was like, yeah, I remember this (laughs) era in Jimmy's life. (laughs) I do recall this well
0: uh i mean it's a good thing that i didn't really have like a car at that time because people would have been forced to listen to this yeah um, better than show tunes though oh well i thought about throwing in some show tunes too
1: no no show i'm i'm show tunes are fine but if if show tunes are your entire playlist like a certain individual we both know then that is that is not okay. That is, tr- <laughs> that is true.
0: Um, but yeah, I just kind of wanted this to sort of represent a large chunk of that. Of course. Um but yeah. And I think it does well. Yeah. I was between this and this band also did another cover of um What Goes Around Comes Around by Justin Timberlake. Who oh, did that? Um, which they did it for like one of those like pop goes punk album or punk goes pop, sorry. Yeah albums. So but like, you know, it ends up having like the you know, they play like the the riff on an electric guitar instead of a synth and then you know, they're singing the verses but then they're screaming the choruses and so it's like, you know what you did to me. What comes around? Comes around comes around comes back around. <laughs> and it's it's fun. Those are <laughs> those are fun. The yeah. uh the punk goes pop, uh, pop go, punkos punk goes, goes pop, pop uh, punk goes crunk yes uh punk goes crunk was a good one punkos crunk has such a it has I a very good good night what was the the cover of
1: milkshake by a good night nurse that uh, was that
0: uh, i don't even know if that was on there but i do it was know on what one of those talking about yeah but i love that one <laughs> that one's good a day to remember did a bunch and a day to remember is are all pretty good like their version of uh over my head by the fray or uh what's that other song uh since you've been gone by kelly clarkson um those are both great uh but the one that i think has stayed with me the most was um got your money as performed by say anything because it's very like i love those albums a lot and they're a lot of fun but they're kind of formulaic Mm. where every song more or less sounds the same and everyone's doing the same style of cover but max bemis from say anything just kind of like really got goofy and like did his sort of thing all over um got your money by old dirty bastard and it (laughs) is very funny to hear like a jewish you know white guy probably in his like 20s or maybe early 30s rapping to to old dirty bastard in like the silliest way but while being like self-aware and kind of making fun of the whole thing yeah so it's those albums are great i could have included just 10 songs from those i
1: feel like anytime you're playing old dirty bastard though it's it's kind of like you're playing it as
0: a joke Oh, no, that song's very good it, <laughs> it's it. good yeah <laughs> Um, I don't know I think it depends it's fun but let's keep on rolling along into your next pick which was Pressure Drop uh, by The Specials <laughs> So interestingly, this version wasn't on streaming. So I probably only listened to the special version like once or twice. Right. But you I've listened like to it up on YouTube or something. Yeah. But I've listened to Toots and Maidle's version a lot. Okay. Um, and interestingly, you have two ska songs on here. Mm-hmm. Um, I've gotten very into ska in the last like six months or so. So I was very stoked for this. But yes. tell me a little bit about this.
1: Um, couple reasons I picked this. I think that an extremely goofy movie also falls into that category with the American Pie movies and so on. Yeah. Because an extremely goofy movie, for those of you who are deprived and do not know. It's, about it's on Disney Plus. It's on Disney Plus. Why so should it not be on Disney Plus? <laughs> <Maybe it's, laughs> we're just saying can you imagine? <laughs> it must be. It, it has can't to think be. think of why it wouldn't be. Well, yeah, it's like Goofy's son Max is going away to college, and there's the whole struggle. <laughs> it's American Pie, but Disney. It's American Pie, but Disney. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's this is one of those songs that's
0: in that movie, and they had a pretty good soundtrack. Oh, I didn't even realize that. Yes. Um, so I definitely heard this when I was younger. I just didn't realize it. Yeah. Um, and it took me a while to find it because there's so... They're, it probably is only on that soundtrack. There's
1: so many different versions. Right. Like, even The Clash has a version of this. Yeah. And I love
0: The Clash. But so, like, when I heard this, I was like, oh, I've heard this song, the Toots and All version. And it's very similar the way the specials do it. Yeah. But yeah, and one thing it also kind of made me realize, at least in the specials version, um, and I don't know if this was intentional, the sort of like, "Mm -hmm," is very similar to like a certain part of uh, This Is America by Childish Gambino. Hmm. Like I'd have
1: to listen to that again to get what you're talking about.
0: uh, It could just be my hearing it. And I mean, part of it for me is like, you know, I I don't listen to that song a lot. I don't think the song itself works without the music video. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was like, I'm pretty sure that this is like taken from that. <laughs> but it when I looked it up, it said there weren't any samples. Mm. But
1: yeah, it's it's fun. How you can pick up little things like how paper planes sampled from. Uh, trying to think of the the Clash song in particular. Oh, planes paper planes, p- planes by M.I.A.?
0: <laughs> yes, I did know that. I don't yeah. remember what song it is. Uh, I could look it up, though. Um, I thought you were referring to Airplane by B.O.B. <laughs> no. <laughs> so no. I was like, I was like, it does? I didn't know that. Uh, give me one second, and I will have it. Because it was on the tip of my tongue, and I'm being a bad Clash fan
1: by not knowing.
0: Um, I mean, it happens. People mix things up. Samples. Uh, I think, think it's straight to hell. Straight to hell. Yeah. It is straight to hell. Yeah. Um, yeah <laughs> um do you have anything else to add about pressure drop?
1: Um, the only thing I have to add about pressure drop is like obviously ska there's a couple of different instances where different groups in my life have kind of influenced my taste with ska whether it was in high school, I was good friends with the goalie on my lacrosse team, and during our lunch period, if we were not in the cafeteria, we'd pop over to the band room and he'd be like working on some because he played uh baritone sax oh, okay and he would be working on like either some like streetlight song or something of that nature And it was fun to like watch him like try and figure it out but he it's it's funny like he, yeah. there's there's certain personalities on with like any team like especially the goalies the goalies a goalie, especially in like lacrosse or hockey, is a madman. You're having something like shot at you at like possibly like 90 miles an hour, and you got to stop the thing. You got to be crazy right. to do that. So like, their personalities are all over the place.
0: Right. And you had a scoff in as a goalie. Exactly. That's so funny. I've got. It's so funny because. I know I say that, like, my first favorite songs were uh, Behind Blue Eyes and Stuck in a Moment You Can't Get Out. Of." My real first favorite song ever was Superman by Goldfinger, Um, (laughs) which I almost included because, like, it's such a great and iconic song that really kind of defined an era of my childhood um you know just because it was featured in the tony hawk pro skater soundtrack right um but it's so funny because there's so much great ska coming out now that i'm a fan of um like bands like we are the union or um or uh you know, kill Lincoln. I'm like so stoked that there's so much cool ska coming out. Um, but let's keep on rolling along. Into my next pick, which is not ska at all, uh, beer pong massacre by Doctor Acula. Oh, it all comes down to- This may have also been yes. a song you been just like what the fuck am i listening to? did you get to at least the part where they were rapping yes okay cool <laughs> that's like my favorite part in the whole <laughs> I had a feeling it was <laughs> um I love dr aculus so much I know and I almost included like i included this one because I thought of all the dr aculus songs I thought this might be that you could tolerate the most. You thought <laughs> wrong, buddy boy. <laughs> well, I'll send you other Dr. kill songs and you'll be like, oh, okay. Oh, great. Love this <laughs> song after this. Um I chose Dr. Aguila in particular. Um Funny enough, Chris, our old guitar teacher, is actually the one that told me about Dr. Acula. I'm not surprised. Um, I don't think he was a fan. but he Really? T- well, it, here's the thing. So, like, Dr. Acula really was just kind of, like, a, a part of their scene. And, like, they got very big with what they did. You know, they're from Long Island. Okay. You know, and, like, you know, they, they do what they do, and they do what they do very well, and they did it to a certain success rate. But, like, they're not necessarily, like, virtuosos by any stretch of the imagination. And they weren't like I wouldn't say they were great songwriters either. Um, But I remember Chris told me about it because I forget what band I brought in. It was like some artist, and he was like, that's a great name for a band. And I was like, yeah, I like it too. And he was like, yeah, so cool. He was like, you want to hear the best band name that I'm so angry I didn't think of? And I was like, sure. And he was like, this girl brought in a band called Dr. Acula. So it was dr dot <laughs> Because Chris Acula. is a self-proclaimed yeah. vampire. Yeah, exactly. I don't know about
1: it anymore now. <laughs> He's got a kid, but...
0: But yeah, but so he was like, so it was Dracula, but it was Dr. Acula. <laughs> (laughs) Um, Which, you know, I don't know if you're a Mitch Hedberg fan at all, but that's a a reference to him because he has a joke where he goes, I went to a doctor. All he did was suck blood from my neck. Don't go see Dr. Acula. (laughs) <laughs> yes, Mitch, Mitch is great. Um, and they sample, but so the thing that's great about Dr. Acula is they included so many samples in like all their songs. Not this one, but like they have so- their songs would like start with just like a random like movie quote. And then you would just hear like, <laughs> you know, and like a chugging guitar. <laughs> <laughs> so like they started with like, um I forget the movie. You'll probably know, but I've come here to chew bubble gum and kick ass, and I'm all out of bubble gum. Um, oh, is it? You is know, is that it. Full Metal Jacket? I have no
1: idea. Because I, f- I feel like oh, I'm forgetting his name. I feel like that's the scene where the drill sergeant walks in. and He's about to whip these guys into shape. I have no idea. I, it might be that. It might be something else. But it's definitely.
0: Some it, one it, of those military it's, it's like movies, a classic movie, yes, one hundred percent. But like that was the first time I ever, as, as far as I knew, for a long time, that was just a quote from the Doctor Achilles. <laughs> yeah. um, and like I remember, there was one on an album where, like, in the middle. I think at the start, it played from Family Guy, Spider-Man, going, everybody gets one. Tell them, Peter. Then the song goes. And then <laughs> right before the breakdown, there's a pause. I and then you bit. just hear Peter going, well, apparently everybody gets one. And then it's just like, and And I loved it so much. And this song in particular, I just chose because this is probably the Dr. Aguila song I listen to the most the older I get. Because I like putting it on when I'm playing beer pong. It doesn't surprise me. It's it's fun, you know, yeah. and especially that kind of like dumb hip hop breakdown where they're just like, let me get a re-rack because your shit's wet. <laughs> <laughs> you know? It's just like it's like listening to Limp Bizkit.
1: Yeah. So just like thinking of like a, a douchey frat like basement party.
0: Exactly. Playing pong. They were a self-proclaimed party metal band. And I okay. think that this song works very well for that. Yeah. Um. I don't know. You probably didn't come, but um, it also really kind of defines the era of going to shows at the Peekskill Elks Lodge for me. I never went to the Elks Lodge with no. you guys. Um, but I remember Dr. Acula came to play. I remember, I think the people who went were me, Jax, Tony, Greg, and Caitlin. Um, and like. I just kind of remember us all going to the show. Dr. Acula was the headliner. I bought my iconic Dr. Acula t shirt <laughs> that had the gingerbread man with guns and knives and pills surrounding him there. Um, and it was great. I loved it so much. And I mean, there's a lot of bands that I wish I could have included from that era, but uh, this was the one that has kind of stuck. But let's keep on rolling along. that uh. ball make that Shit, man, they'll shout to come when the shit backs 10 cause the glory won't go to sing. Put that bowl up, make that bitch trick.
1: This has been
0: a lug hole podcast.